right. Uh, it was great having him on a monthly basis as uh, we round it out. You know him well. Rich Ewan has to preside over one of the great companies on Long Island, certainly from a longevity standpoint, over nine decades uh, in business. What a staple. Uh, HOM Architects and Engineers with their 10 office locations, mentorships, internships, those in the field of architecture, those who are studying it. There are openings there. Uh, and leading the charge, and they do so many great things, not only from a building sense, charity, charitable sense, too. Incredible. Uh, the aforementioned Mr. Human and uh, H2M. Great having you, my friend. Hope you had a great holiday so far. Hey, Jay, I did. Uh, everything's good. Weather's a little cloudy and foggy, but um, it's a, a nice, exciting Wednesday morning. How are you? How was your holiday? All's good. All's good. We got another one coming up. Always, uh, always love the uh, time of the year. A little back to back, belly to belly, kind of regroup, recharge, getting ready for twenty twenty four. Ten years. You know, you've been a, you've been a part of this for a long time, uh, my friend. Yeah. As far as uh, the show and the station and everything else, and ten years was the official uh, happening yesterday. Hard to believe twenty thirteen. Uh, we flipped the switch, but uh, uh, all in all, you've been uh, you've been there with us almost from the start of it all. You know, uh, Jay, it's, it's been uh, I really enjoy the relationship. I love talking to you. Um, you know, it, often when uh, you know, whenever I'm, I'm on, uh, you know, people think that um, you know whether I, I get a second job or this is maybe my retirement strategy is uh, <laughs> I should be your sidekick your color guy and and i'm looking forward to that listen you not only always have a platform on this program uh, but you know you are you are to the point now where you can uh you can do a show you know and uh it certainly co-host this thing that i do not only co-host you can host it you know so i don't know you know you've you've, know you've got the the so-called chops to get it done hey. you know that <laughs> you get you can get it done if you want. Uh, I'll tell you. Um, any any thoughts? Uh, listen, it's been a rough season for both of us. You with the Jets, me with the Giants. <laughs> it's been tough. Uh, it's been one of those years. Here we go again. But uh, I'll tell you, the Jets. Uh, you know, now, all kidding aside, and I rib you with these Jets, but I, I can't remember a, a more dismal season. Then what uh, you must be going through this this team, obviously the base and everything going on here. It's um, the whole Aaron Rodgers soap opera. Uh, what a nightmare! Total total nightmare. You know, it, it's funny, Jay, and and uh, I think this translates beyond just football. When when you when you organize your entire organization around one piece, and you lose that one piece, if you don't react in a significant way and you think that you're still going to be able to achieve whatever you plan for yourself uh, by working around the loss of that piece, it's never going to happen. The Jets, they remain unfortunately too optimistic that all the pieces they put around Aaron Rodgers is going to be enough and it obviously wasn't. And I think I, I sat through one game this year. It, it's brutal. It's just brutal. You know, you you want to at least think that your your team's got a shot, but yet at least when I watch the Giant, I, I will say I watch more Giant games than Jet games this year, and I always felt like at least they they had a chance. They weren't um, 
playing so conservative and, and, you know, they just don't have the talent. But uh, this year is yeah. tough, man, really tough. It's tough. Tough for the Giant fans, too. Tough for me. Tough for the base. It's just been brutal. Uh, brutal in New York locally for football. Uh, and I'll tell you, I was talking about this with my son the other day. Um, you know, it, it really does take the sting out of watching football when, you're, when your team uh, is, is not doing well. Uh, it does. You know, you focus. And listen, I love watching the NFL. I watch all the games. But, uh, you know, a little something, a little piece is missing when your team is just so dismal as both of our teams are. So hopefully, you know, it's on to next season. We'll see what happens, and hopefully they can improve. We shall see. I'll tell you, never needing to improve is your company. Uh, in reading about all the goings-on, i got to tell you, uh, it is unbelievable. I, re- I can't believe me. I pay attention. I pay attention. But, you know, you talk about this Ron Conkham, a hub, Phase 2A, and uh, rebranding the project now as Station Yards. Give me a little sense of what's going on here as we kind of get through the list of, uh, of goings uh, in and uh, of happenings. Uh, with uh, with H2M and, and so many great projects in and around the area. Talk to me about this Phase 2A here of the Hub. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I figured as, as we rounded out the year, you know, you and I, um, you know, we normally go yeah. around and talk about some of, the, some of the major projects that are just going on in the region. Uh, so I, I had asked uh, my team over here just to, to get some more information to, to talk about um, – Yards and and everything Tritech's done and we've communicated a, a lot of this stuff out. But um, you know, five phase project. They're in the middle of, of building two A. Um, if you uh, happen to you know use the Ronkonkoma train station, you see the the consistent progress that they have there. Uh, and I, I think one of the most exciting things when they did the first phase, the first phase was primary residential, and, and a good piece of the second phase is also residential. But they've got a, a pretty significant retail component to um, to this, this uh, phase two A. And I, I think what's most interesting about it, and, and when you when you hear the leadership talk, is um, it's such a cool project, and it's it's so. Long Island focus that they really wanted to give retail opportunities to, you know, Long Island based companies, companies that started on Long Island. And, um, I know that they've, uh, been really successful bringing in some great, um, either, you know, existing retailers from other places and, and bring them in. But, um, uh, you know, the, the, the residential buildings, the retail, uh, New parking garage that I think is, uh, is is another big piece of this this project, um, and so many other things you could talk about. I know you and I talked about a bit, but um, and as they're you know wrapping up this this two A phase, and and you know for H two M, we worked with them to do the site civil engineering work and also the the building system engineering, mechanical systems, electrical systems, and plumbing systems, and things like that. So um, really. Yeah. Really good team, good project. So much good stuff happening there. Yeah, it's it's great stuff when you read about it. And you know, which listen, H two M works for TriTech, right? They created the ownership entity in itself, Hawkins uh, Hawkins Avenue. Uh, but you know, it seems to be progressing the construction, 
and, and I guess it'll be completed soon. Are we looking at, what, first half next year? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think they're, they're looking to get, um, get it wrapped up in, in, the, in the, the first six months of 2024. And um, uh, I think they're, they're looking to start to uh, occupy their, their first building uh, even this upcoming month. Um, so, and you know, we, we, we talk about housing on the island so much and how critical it is to continue to diversify housing stock and meet demands and things like that. And, and this project, I think, is, um, you know, really going a long way to further that for us. Um, so it's, it's really, I think, a exciting time for the region and, and definitely for that project, for sure. No question. Uh, new roadway utility infrastructure. Uh, you got so much going on here. Um, commercial tenants for the retail spots in play. You got phase 2B. Uh, the site plan application made to the town of Brookhaven construction. That'll begin next year. Uh, you got the 175 additional residential units, small retail space. I tell you, you got it going great. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that. Now, uh, the Franklin Square uh, School District. Uh, the elementary school, a couple of upgrades there. That's the John Street School, correct? That is uh, John Street Elementary School. Nice uh, nice side of great project there. Uh, Excellent. So, the, uh, so you got some yeah. stuff going on there. Uh, also in Locust Valley, the Water District, you've got uh, one of the pump stations that needed to be uh, redone. And of course, uh, Hurricane Ida destroyed it pretty much a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, and when that happens, you know, you gotta you gotta do an overhaul. So uh, that was good. So uh, very important for that water district to get up to speed. A lot of things uh, happening there. Uh, also, the Suffolk County in Reading Rich, the Suffolk County Sewer District. That's number twenty four. The Gabreski Sewage Treatment Plant, you got upgrades going on there, too, in West Hampton Beach, huh? Yeah, that's, uh, that's another nice project. And um, when you were when you mentioned a Locust Dive project, I think what was, what was interesting about that one is, um, uh, you know, we, we, hmm. we're always taking a look at how the, 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 the potential for, uh, you know, any flooding could, could impact infrastructure. And you normally don't yeah. hear about um, how flooding can impact some of these Water district wells, but as you said, in, in Hurricane Ida, um, the the well got completely submerged and had to be rebuilt, and that was a, a cool project. That the Sioux project um, is really just a, a continuation of what has been uh, expansion in the area around um, West Hampton Beach, uh, and you know it's 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 really a another nice place where local government is uh, is working well with Suffolk County in order to provide for uh, opportunities to support economic development to handle some some revitalization uh, you know we, we we designed a complete uh, upgrade of the, the plant processes as, as part of that project um, and you know worked worked with uh, Stanton Beach and Suffolk County to get some uh, um, EFC and DEC grants in order to help finance the project. Um, really, really nice project that Wake Water Jobs. Excellent job there, Kabreski. You've been so active in that region, too. Just, just a complete uh, transformation. 
Uh, so great stuff. A lot of these projects, uh, ladies and gentlemen, they go under the radar. Uh, but I got to tell you, you know, so important down the road, you know, when you talk with this Phase 2A and Ron Conklin, 2B and everything else, the site plan application uh, to begin in uh, 2024 uh, with the affordable housing and everything else, the school districts, Franklin Square especially, you know, the water districts in Locust Valley, the Suffolk County Sewer District, this stuff doesn't get a lot of headlines. But it's so, so very important that only adds, you know, to the to the completion of, uh, of what the island will look out down the road. You know, you, when you kind of fast forward, Rich, it's so important. Oh, you, you fast forward five years, you know, you got a massive transformation going on here. Yeah, I, I think that um, it's one of the, the visionary elements. And, and when you and I started talking years ago, and, and congratulations on 10 years, uh, Jay, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, we Thank have you. to change. As a re- we have to change the region, and the things that we have to do to support that is is continued investment in infrastructure. Um, you know, a, a good part of the island, you know, developed 40s, 50s, 60s. Uh, so you've got systems that are, uh, you know, 80, 80 years old, 90 years old. And we need to keep investing in there, and you've got uh, a lot of government commitment. You've got political will. You've got private development who sees the the opportunities to be able to support, um, you know, the region as a whole, and, and all these projects, you know, frankly, fit into that, and it's it's really, um, you know, uh, aligned with continuing to to move forward and progress as opposed to to remaining complacent as a region, and you know, we're competing nationally to to keep people here, to bring people here, to bring businesses here, and all these projects support yeah. uh, that effort. Uh- you're so right. You are so right because these towns and the IDAs and everything else, they're trying to lower businesses. How do you lower businesses? Well, you know, you got to give them a little bit more. And when they see what is on the table as far as these projects are concerned, that's a big lore. You know, nobody wants to come here where nothing is being developed, the infrastructure is crumbling, main streets look like ghost towns. No one wants to set up shop here. But when you do what's going on here as H2M, uh, is certainly uh, providing here. Uh, you know what? That's uh, that's an idea for businesses to kind of set up shop and uh, to make Long Island the place to be. So that's a great job. Rich Human with us. Uh, one before the break here, I always like to get into employment engagement and everything else, uh, employee engagement, we should say, because there's so many great things that I read about. You know, with Thanksgiving and all that you did with the turkey drives and everything else, providing a lot of meals. Uh, you know, you, you believe in this as far as really intertwining yourself. You do a great job uh, with the folks over there that work for you. Um, so involved in these communities, huh, over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, you brought that up. We, um, uh, we, we pride ourselves there, and, and really, it's um, it's organic. You know, Jay, the, um, the employees love it; they love doing it, and it's it's uh, it's really part of the fabric of the culture is to be able to support communities, and and um, you know, in particular, we uh, you know, we challenged ourselves with um, the Turkey Drive. Best Page Federal Credit Union had a, a kind of a corporate challenge, and they partnered with Island Harvest to. Um, 
you know, collect turkeys and, 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 and collect donations to provide, you know, meals for families here on Long Island. And we, uh, we challenged ourselves to, to bring in 600 turkeys. We, you know, partnered with a lot of other companies that we have good relationships with and, and we were really, you know, happy to be able to, uh, collect over 700 turkeys. Uh, over six thousand dollars donated just from people five dollars ten dollars so you know in total uh, you know we were able to provide for island harvest over 900 meals for for Thanksgiving um, and I I do think and I gotta check with Joyce I do think that um, we collected the most turkeys so I think island harvest is going to be sending an ice cream truck our way sometime next year so I'm, I'm looking forward to that mm. Um but uh, I, I would say from a, a team perspective, we probably had 30 H2Ms here, uh, you know, early, late, you know, driving, collecting, picking up. Uh, it was, it was a, a fantastic effort uh, and, and, you know, really, really proud of the team over here. That's great stuff. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. It really is. Uh, I love when I read about this stuff, especially – the Thanksgiving and everything else where a lot of families were struggling. I mean, let's face it, a lot of people are struggling right now. Tough economy, paycheck to paycheck. We know the numbers. We talk about it all the time. It's just so nice when you can help people uh, without question. So very nice and uh, and so well needed. It really is. So it's uh, it's it's fantastic stuff. You you guys do it better, better than anyone else, uh, Mr. Human. I'll tell you that much. You guys do it really uh, as as best as anyone can get involved here, so we take our hats off to you. Uh, but it's not only the you know it's not only the uh, the turkey uh, turkey stuff and everything else. You know, uh, it's it's so much more, and that's really kind of the mantra of how you go about things, right? Yeah, but I, you know, I I I completely uh, you know support all the things that we're we're doing here, and the turkey drive is, is an example, but. Um, you know, once we do that, then we move on to, uh, you know, the next thing that we can do to support a, a charity. And, um, you know, you and I have talked about it before. For, for us, we love it when, you know, one of our employees or a group of our employees either have a, uh, a personal passion or a connection to a charity because, um, uh, you know, the company will do whatever it can do to be supportive. But uh, we really want to see our employees be the tip of the spear and how the company supports and then you know let the resources follow so these initiatives are always driven by our people and um and you know that we do the things we can to uh you know help them be more successful in whatever their commitments yeah. are to these charities and we're back richard rich i apologize a little bit of a transmission uh, snafu my friend um but, oh, good. Uh, oh, you know we're talking good. about um, yeah, talking about employee engagement and everything else, uh, and you guys do it certainly uh, better than anybody out there. Um, now is the time we kind of go around the uh, around the region and everything else with some of these great projects as we normally do with your appearance. Uh, and we start with what's happening with the uh, Coliseum. There's been some snags. There's been some pushback. There's been some uh, you know lack of transparency. Maybe I think that has a lot to do with it. As far as public input, there's been environmental issues, there's been reviews, there's been interactions there, you know, it's been left and right here. Um, but where are we at, in your estimation right now, with this uh, 
uh, proposed uh, casino resort over there in Uniondale. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think the setbacks are always unfortunate, um, and clearly there's some some stakeholder concern as part of the the overall development. And yeah, I, I think the you know the, the county and, and the developer are are you know, likely regrouping to make sure that uh, you know the things that you know need to be done in order to move forward. Uh, you know, are being done or 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 evaluated, um, and you know, there, there's there's so much work that needs to go into this anyway. I, I would expect that um, you know the developer is is continuing to move forward uh, and coordinating uh, as 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 they would need to coordinate to make sure that um, you know whatever processes need to be followed and complied with are, are complied with um, you know my my experience um, has been you know they've, they've been very engaging regionally um, so if, if, if there is um, something in the process that needs to get more focused I'm sure it'll get done and uh, I, I think that the last thing that I had seen coming from the county executive was you know continued commitment from the county uh, to to work through whatever needs to be worked through with the developer to, to get it moving forward. So I guess I, w- I view it as a setback, uh, clearly, you know, from a timing perspective, a setback, uh, but um, would, would expect it to, to keep moving itself forward. And, you know, I, I certainly understand uh the aspect of pushback because let's face it uh if you're in and around the region uh we know that uh, there was a lot of chatter back in the day with Dakes uh, about what it would bring the decadence and everything else uh you know uh nefarious activities and everything going on there but really uh when all said and done Jake's has turned out to be okay and it's a revenue stream it helps uh, a lot of different uh, arteries of communication, education, everything else, um, and maybe a template as far as what Nassau could expect. You know, I I understand you know the the NIMBY aspect, not in my backyard, that type of deal. I understand that. Um, Atlantic City, we remember back in the day, you have a complete transformation there, uh, only for good things. Um, but I I certainly get the fact that. Uh, uh, people are, are troubled in thinking with their way of life. It's just kind of a thought process that's somewhat normal when you think about it. Yeah, yeah it is. And this is, I mean, clearly this is, uh, is, is a major development, but you know, most, most development, uh, when you go through and you consider um, what, the, what the pros are, what the potential impacts are, uh, there's always an equation. You know, every single development has an equation, and uh, you, you you try to yeah. make the equation as balanced as you possibly can. And, and balancing the equation means that you evaluate um, you know impacts of, of of the environment, impacts of traffic, and, and things like that. And clearly, this developer is is in the process and going to have to do that. There's there's nothing you can do to uh, you know not address things that are are impacts and then what are you going to employ as part of your development to, to mitigate what the impacts are 
but at the same time, everything you said, uh, you know, jobs, tax revenue, uh, when, when you are, are, are contracting, I mean, we're contracting as a state, we're pretty flat as a region, um, our taxes aren't going down anytime soon. So uh, if, if, if you're not innovative in looking at opportunities to, um, you know, offset, you know, the, the taxes that end up falling on the shoulders of businesses and, and, and taxpayers, um, you're just going to continue to strangle the region. So I, I understand and, and, and everything that you, you brought up, and people are always going to have concerns about it, um, and it's fair. And people should bring up their concerns and, and be able to have conversations about what can be done to mitigate them. But, um, you know, you, you also need to make sure you're, you're properly assessing the equation. And, and, um, and there's going to be a lot of benefit from the project. I mean, there's no doubt. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful that, uh, you know, whatever alignment needs to get in place does get in place and, and it moves forward. That's all you can do, Rich Human, of course, the the great president and CEO of HM Architects and uh, Engineers. That leaves us right into the well, two things. One, the Belmont area, of course. We're not going to have the the Belmont Stakes in Elmont uh, for the upcoming year. It's going to be moved to Saratoga, and hopefully, you know, you're going to get a transformation for next for 2025. A lot of people thought that you know what? Wait a minute. Uh, this is kind of a staple. It happens every June, and everything else brings in a lot of revenue. Could that area have been saved as far as a reroute was concerned, Rich? Or was it inevitable that the state had to do what it did as far as moving it? I, my understanding is, is um, to do with, with Belmont is pretty significant. You know, it, 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 needs, it needs upgrades, it needs modernization. It's, it's Difficult to, to do that in in pieces. Uh, it, it it's 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 like a it's a magnificent structure. It really is. But uh, you know things you don't think about when it was built. It, it's got you know there are asbestos in certain areas and and uh, there so there's before people can even do construction work, you've got to abate you know anything that's a, a potential. You, um, and you know how you maintain safety during construction is, is is difficult because of some of the work you're going to be doing to. to I, I I think it's the right thing to do. It, it yes, I, I know that people that go every year are, are disappointed by, it, but time and money way, and and it's going to be invested by the state. So I I, I it's the right thing to do. You communicate early. You let people plan. Beautiful. <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll still be a, a, a yeah. fabulous event. I, I think I think the state did do the right thing here. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, you, you know better than anyone. You know better than anyone. So I'm with you. Um, now Nassau Hub and everything that it's going to represent. Uh, where are we at with everything there? Everything on schedule? Uh, it's um, it's going to be a it's, it's it's a lengthy development. Uh, these these major developments you take their time. They have their process. 
especially on Long Island to make sure you're, you're checking boxes along the way. So um, I to see the quality of this is going to happen. You know, the state still hasn't um, made decisions on where licenses are going to go. And, I, and I, I'm sure that that's got to be a creation, uh, you know, approach, you know, if you do or don't get, uh, you know, one of these licenses downstate. So uh, it, it's interesting, Jay. Uh, and, and, but I think as a region, a lot, a lot is riding on it. Yeah. It, it, there's no doubt. There's no doubt a lot is riding on it, especially, and, and again, you know, we talk about transformations uh, and everything else. With Nassau, Suffolk, of course, we talked a little bit about uh, what's going on with the hub in Ronkonkoma. you got the Midway and everything else, the crossing. You know what's happening out in the Hamptons. Massive transformation at uh, MacArthur Airport. Uh, you know, uh, more destinations, airlines and everything else. Uh, it's uh, just a, such a beautiful place now with the Excuse me, the uh, the baggage area, what they did there with the expansion. I mean, it's just magnificent looking. It really is. Uh, and you put everything together. You know, we'll start with the airport. I mean, that's that is a uh, a beautiful uh, airport. You know, and I always kid around with Edge Carpenter, to the supervisor. You know, of what it was or what it is now, and and everything else. Uh, and she always calls me the biggest advocate for the airport. And you know, listen, we set up shop there ten years ago, so we've seen it all. But when you look at the airport, uh, I mean, now you've got a major destination. You don't, have, and we always say you don't need to go to LaGuardia or Kennedy. You fly to MacArthur. I mean, so it's got so many hookups now. Um, it's just a really great place. But well, with you and when I was out there two weeks ago, I completely agree with their baggage claim area. It's beautiful and. Uh, I guess having a, a separate facility now for counters and, and, and how they're going to process that, I, I think, is, is because it really opens up a boatload of space for them to, to really enhance that, you know, that section of the airport. And, uh, and it's going to be in, um, uh, you know, new routes and, and more frequent routes. Totally in agreement with you. Convenient about it is uh, uh, asset to us here, asset to people that are coming to visit Long Island, and uh, whether it's you know for, for recreational purposes, tourism, business, need to fly into JFK LaGuardia and then find their way out this way. If it's there for them to utilize MacArthur and. You know, I know the town and, and, and the supervisor have a vision. Uh, I know that Midway and, and uh, Station Yards are, are critical elements of that vision. I, I think, you know, you and I both are at, down the road when we look back on this time, when a smart commitment was made airport in order to uh, it's going to be in order to support growth of the region here on Long Island. So I'm, I'm optimistic there and, and I do think that things are lined up pretty well to continue to opportunities in the airport forward. 
Sounds good, Mr. Human. With us, Rich, of course, H2M Architects uh, and Engineers. Company's been around 90 years, locations in and around the metro area, uh, New York and New Jersey, carrying on second and on mentorships, second and on uh, internships. Just a, uh, a phenomenal place. As we get into this this new year, you know, you, you uh, and I discuss all the time of uh, professionals in the field, great, great landing spot college grads and everything else how has the hiring process uh been of late uh do you have a new crop of stars in the pipeline give me a sense of what's happening there uh, we have a new crop of stars in the pipeline which, which is awesome we're actually just wrapping up our process of 2024 and i think the Hiring plan is probably north of a hundred for next year. So with the recruiting piece is, is trying to continue to do things here to good people and keep our talent. So we're always on uh, culture and the opportunities for people. And you, you talked about programs we have. Uh, you know, we've employed a. Uh, staff of learning and development professionals here in order to help the company motivating all of our individual staff in order to give them the right kind of opportunity we are looking to develop develop their leadership skills develop their networking skills where we're doing as we can to what the needs are of our people and at the same time and uh, our resources to continue to talent. Um, you know, I, I feel like pandemic, it was challenging. Uh, you know, the pool is, is loosening a little bit, at least in, in our uh, AE machine industry. So we had our, our best hiring year in 2023 than we've had since 2019 so it's been four years since we've was that so optimistic now um, to be able to meet our hiring goals and, and as you said it's all locations you know where locations now in in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, uh, and always encouraging people to decide and see what we have going on. Uh, our HR team is, is super engaging and communicate directly with people whenever people reach out to us. And uh, what we need to do is continue to let people know that uh, you know, we're a really good place to work and, and people can have a really nice career here. Uh, you know, um, I, I'd recommend you. You know, anybody I know coming up the ranks uh, that is into the field of architecture. I mean, it, it's not even a, it's not even a second thought here. I mean, H two M architects and engineers. I mean, that is that that is the 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 place to be. And um, you know, with with all that's going on in the world and everything else, it's all about progression. You know, it's all about building and trying to get better. It's all about infrastructure these days. Uh, I would have to think 
that is a feel that a lot of people think about right now of getting into. Uh, with, with all the nuances and everything else in our society, uh, it's a great landing spot if you can kind of take part in it, especially get involved with a company of your ilk. Hey, Chad, I, I'm, it's perfect. And what we've done, and I think most companies have, have done, is, you know, there, there used to be a typical pathway, architect or an engineer or um, you, you, you got a certain degree, you got certain experience, and, and your job was clearly laid out for you. Today, convening a, a committee to to you know, pursue opportunities to utilize AI in, in the design infrastructure and, and what can you do to be more effective so people that have different skill sets really limitation if you're somebody who wants to get involved in the industry that, that H2M works in uh, because you are motivated, talented people uh, and, and we figure out ways to utilize people regardless of degree is in or in some cases even if they have a degree. Uh, you know, we, we want to figure out people that do to, to things that we do here been helpful because it uh, you know the opportunity kind of widens the net go and, and recruit for talent and I think more and more we're going to have to be flexible and adaptive that way I'm, I'm hoping that um, here we do that but I think as an industry we need to continue to embrace uh, kind of a, a broader spectrum of talent Without question, a couple of minutes to remain with the president and CEO of H2M Architects and Engineers. So as we turn the page, my friend, into uh, 2024, uh, what is high on the list for you and the company and everything else as far as accomplishment is concerned? I, I think an opportunity. I'm, I'm really optimistic. 24, I think... Um, I, I, you know, economically, really some positives. Uh, I still think there's some risk, and um, you know, different perspectives about where the economy is going to go, but um, be uh, improving. And for us, mm -hmm. our our business diversity, it's that are really here and, and foundational company are going to be strong. Uh, the thing now is a lot of, of what was going to be on the board in 2021 and 2022 been delayed because people about their budget, uh, you know, if they were governmental units or even sector organization had to make sure that their conference level was back uh, thing was tighter uh, and starts to improve and interest rates start to improve uh, a bit next year and I think that's a good sign mm. 
we see a lot of work happening in market, you know, K to 12 higher education. They're investing a lot in, in kind of transforming buildings and their systems and, and yeah. that water is still uh, a thing we do here and, and um, improvement on the environment when you're addressing issues related to water and wastewater are, are kind of core elements of what we do and there, I see energy continuing to, to be op- an opportunity for us. Region for sure, uh, but also, and you know, so those are across the board. I feel as though all the various business units here are, are going to be in the right direction. So I'm as good going into a new year as I have in the last. So. You know, and, and I'm excited to talk to my people about it. I think I think we should we should we should do here than we have done this year. That's amazing. You know, what you just said really hits home uh, in the fact that, and you made some great points because of the struggles uh, from an overall economy, the interest rates, and everything else. Federal Reserve decisions holding steady as far as those rates are concerned um you know we know about labor costs and everything else you know it's it's been kind of crazy but there is hope there is hope on the horizon without question uh because uh, i think we have you know we've seen ebbs and flows here with the economy over the last couple of years right uh you know we all all remember interest rates (laughs) what they were in inflation at 9.01 i'll never forget it uh june a couple of years ago uh, and where we're at with the rates now, we've seen, you know, rates, uh, you know, down four weeks in a row. That's a great sign. Uh, hopefully that, impro- that can improve. Uh, you know, people want to be able to situate themselves properly, buy homes, raise families, live normal lives. And hopefully we can get to that type of way because that helps everything involved, including uh, with how H2M and Arch- uh, H2M Architects and Engineers goes about their business, you know, in their progression. I mean, it's just an overall way of connecting the dots here. It's community. Uh, you know, we all we all benefit each other in, in the things that we do, and and everything you just said, I think, applies for for most of us. Patients should be moving into next year. Those are causes, I think, to, to, to be optimistic on 2024. So I'm looking forward to that. Indeed. And hopefully some uh, some more optimism with our teams. You know, with the uh, the Jets, the Giants, the Mets. We haven't even spoken to the Mets, but, you know, new manager and everything else. Uh, hope springs eternal and everything going on in that regard. Any cliche you want to use. Uh, I think we have uh, seen some uh, some big time lows uh, in 2023. Are you encouraged uh, from a standpoint of a new regime in Suffolk County, as far as the county executive is concerned? Ed Romaine, I know him. I know you've known him for a, lo- a long time, uh, Rich. Uh, are you encouraged about the prospects? You know, kind of turning the page, clean slate, that type of thing, and uh, going about the business. So I think that uh, 
but really for me was uh, when, I, when I read about how he organized his transition team and uh, yeah. his indicator of, of, of what agenda is going to be uh, and you know he's going to be committed to going to be committed to economic development he's going to be committed to the environment um, uh, he's going to be committed to housing all the things that we know are are of our success as a region uh, and super successful in, in, in Brookhaven, I think. And uh, he's the kind of person who can can really leverage strength and it works. Uh, and, and that's a major to come in and be able to hit the ground running. And uh, and and I, I think that the, the the greatest skills of a leader is is to and 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 get different perspectives and make the best decisions you can and confident that he's going to do that and and I am optimistic about um, you know the the future of Suffolk County with uh, with the new county executive coming in. I think you're right. Make great points, too, as far as, uh, you know, from an economic outlook, Ed has stated uh, a lot of things. I also loved what uh, Ed Romain had to say about, you know, and you're right with the transition team. It's the way to go. Uh, It's a a methodical approach. You want to get the right people in place. I love the fact also that he doesn't have to look beyond uh, our region. As far as picking candidates, you know, let's face it, Suffolk County is a million and a half people rich, right? And you know better than anyone as you recruit people to work. Uh, We've got a big playing field here. You know, there are a lot of competent people here. You you don't have to go to, like, Ohio and Indiana uh, to find decent people to put in very important positions. You know, we've we've got a pretty good system here as far as the minor leagues are concerned. You know, we've we've got good people here, good hardworking people, good smart people too, that could certainly solidify positions. Every time I've heard him speak, uh, you know, since he he was elected, uh, crystal clear to to lean on the talent county um, and gonna to be successful um, optimistic I'm optimistic generally uh, equally optimistic with uh, the future stuff at county with Ed Romain no question and I'm always optimistic when you're on because you give us a, uh, a look as far as the future certainly the present and what we uh, all have to look forward to. Uh, you give it to us straight. We appreciate that. Your input is incredible uh, as far as uh, the outlook of uh, Long Island for years to come. Can't thank you enough, my friend. Uh, we thank you for your support, your 10 years with us, give or take. Uh, your information is vital as far as what you convey to our audience on a monthly basis. And we look forward to that of continuous nature as we turn the page into the new year. You have a happy, a healthy one, you and yours, and uh, we look forward to our next time. 
I appreciate that, Jay. Appreciate the opportunity. Appreciate the friendship. Uh, and Happy New Year to you and your family also.